Hello and welcome to Toy Therapy. I am your host, Dr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by my YouTube wife, the man who founded the NECA Illuminati, Mrs. Dr. Modern Toy Fair, along with the man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over, one of the former hosts of the Fairly Speaking podcast, Nurse Nate. And I have no cool hands. Oh, you don't have any cool gang signs to throw out? That's disappointing. We have to work on that. Uh, and we are of course, have to do something. we would like to welcome to the couch our guest, the man who got a one on one with Mez himself, Paige of the Toy Page. How are you this week, Paige? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Great. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> nice, nice. Jamar always bringing the, the, the energy. Uh, all oh, right. Yeah. So I know you've at least watched one episode, so you have a kind of rough idea of how this goes, but we're going to ask you a series of questions, kind of just try to figure out what you collect, why you collect, how, when, where, all that fun stuff. So let's get right into it. What lines do you collect? Uh, I collect actually quite a bit of lines. I know that most people are probably more familiar with me with Mezco, but I collect uh, Revotech Yamaguchi. Uh, I also collect the Bandai Marvel stuff, uh, Bandai Star Wars, uh, Marvel Legends. I've kind of been picking and choosing lately because they just keep flooding the market with oh. stuff. I mean, God, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's some offshoot stuff that I'll collect too. Uh, like if you guys see something from like Diamond Select and there's an accessory or something, I want to try to snag out of that. I think we all do that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, um, I would say that's probably about it. Uh, I've been trying to stay away from Star Wars stuff because, like I said, there's just seems like there's a wave of stuff that just keeps coming after you. So I've been trying to cherry pick, but I used to collect Star Wars. Yeah, and Star Wars is a, is a rough one just because you're no longer just worrying about the movies. They have so much stuff planned for Disney Plus that yeah. it's just going to be like wave after wave. And then each mm -hmm. wave is going to have continuations because they aren't going to fit all the characters that they can into that. Yeah, yeah. I um, I actually, uh, I was talking to a friend, and you know, you have, have you have your certain connect friends and stuff like that. You go to them, you say, "Hey, uh, I don't know if, about this character. Tell me about something." And I was looking at these, um, I guess from the Bad Batch, mm -hmm. and I had all those lined up. And I'm watching, and I'm looking at the screen, and I don't, I haven't watched the series or anything. And I'm like, "There's four of them there. I only have three of them here," and I couldn't tell which one I had. And I, and that's the point where I looked at it, and I was like, "You know what?" Uh, this is probably getting a little out of hand because I'm just collecting <laughs> shit just to collect shit. And I'm like, it's got to kind of, I need to kind of reel it back a little bit. So I've been trying to take inventory and say, hey, man, just got to kind of calm down with some of this stuff. Yes. I most recently have had that same feeling. So, yeah. Which line was it? Marvel Legends. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah. too much. Yeah. It's too much. We were just talking because there's, there's currently four waves that are trying to hit shelves, but then the fifth Eternals wave just keeps blocking them from getting out. And so uh, who knows what we'll see and when we'll see. So good luck to anybody else, especially yeah. that uh, Age of Apocalypse wave. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot that was even a thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's trying. I saw 16 Cyclopses at a Target today. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I know distribution is wild, but... Yeah. that's something else that's, yeah that's not even like getting a case of the set at that point <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so 
Paige, do you do you consider yourself then more of a um, fan of a particular like brand more so yeah, than yeah. like a property? Yeah, I would. Like I was saying before, I'm primarily known for Mezco, collecting Mezco. Uh, so I would say that's like my top brand. Uh, okay. That's the one I would probably invest the most time and energy and money. <laughs> this yeah. Is it. Yeah, it's an expensive brand, but but the other stuff I'm I'm glad because it kind of balances out. Uh, uh, Rebel Tech, I, I really like I like those figures. They're very they're highly articulated. They're stylized. They, um, I'm really impressed with the quality of that brand. But they don't put out a lot of figures. You know, it's like it's almost like Bandai does it too, except mm-hmm. because they're playing catch up. But uh, Rebel Tech Yamaguchi, I think uh, I don't know. I can put maybe two or three of those and you don't have to really worry about it. They don't put out a lot. So it's kind of like a little brand I can kind of enjoy on the side. But Mezco is my primary brand. Yeah, the so, amazing Yamaguchi stuff, oh. I feel like they uh, they also do a lot of like repaint. Like don't they have like three different uh, Iron Spiders? That, yeah, like, and then Harley. Mezco? And Harley too. Yeah, yeah. And Harley. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then um, they just did uh, mm-hmm. another, well, they're coming out with another Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but the X Force, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think. Uh, they they had an X Force version and they had the regular version. Uh, the one that I saw, I think it was the X Force and the Deadpool. They're making they're redoing a boat. So mm-hmm. it's, but it's like I said, those figures they only put out a couple, and so usually you can kind of get by and be okay. I've been pretty lucky with that because I'll just uh, I think the only one I'm missing with that one's like the what is it the uh the smoke colored venom have you ever oh, seen that one it's like clear. yeah yeah that's the one i'm missing from that and i'm not paying that much money for that for that figure it's like eh, that'll be the gaping hole in the collection it's a it's a good line i like him a lot jamar you had a question oh yeah i was just gonna ask like i mean i, I don't know too much about you and like mezco uh yeah. stuff i know Michael himself is slightly assessed for a while, but yeah. do you like, is there specific lines in Mezco or is it just kind of like everything? It's everything. It's okay. everything. Yeah. And, and Michael's, a, I've come to him a couple of times because he's actually, uh, he kind of knows my little obsession with it. And so I'll not only collect the figures, but I'll, if there's figure fodder and He's yeah. been my little crack dealer for that for a couple of times. Yeah, I, got a, I got a joker hat. I got a joker coat. I'm like, but he has this stuff. And so uh, uh, I know we're connected to that in the group, but it's it's all the lines. Rumble Society, DC, Marvel. Um, that's um, that line I've been completely involved in pretty much from the start. And so, um, and then of course it's offshooted into other stuff. We might go tell you they have the five point stuff. And I and I dipped into that too. So they they have their uh, they have their fist in my pocket. Oh yeah, so. especially they got you with the five point stuff. They they've definitely got you good. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, they and those and they're really good at the sets and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. I think what originally got me on them was uh, I just got in into collecting, and I just started and I didn't know where to go, and I saw one figure that they had and then I just started getting it from there but I was lucky because I got in early before all of what you see going on now uh, I was able to pick up like I think it was like two Dark Knight Batman figures for like 200 bucks guys just wanted to offload it and now that's the price of a current release sometimes 
especially with talking like Conan or something like that. Oh, yeah, like, Conan's insane for something that people like really slept on and didn't seem to care about. And then it came out and everyone is like, I need it. And it's like $600 on eBay and then like $200 yeah. in the groups. And yeah, kind of glad I didn't want that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, it's, it's the total line. Um, well, everything within that men's code one twelve. I don't do living dead dogs or anything like that. I don't you think? Oh, I was gonna ask. I, I was like, do they got you with that yeah. on top of everything? No, 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 no. I've been really trying to stay. I, did you saw? They did get me for the um, the Godzilla. Oh, they, 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 yeah. they almost got me. Almost got <laughs> me. Got me too. <laughs> I see everybody's collective side was just like money just coming out of them. I thought, oh, it's like things. Yeah. They they did get me for that and then the five point stuff, but I think um, the Living Dead doll stuff, the uh, the little mega scale and the MDS stuff, I, I don't collect any of that stuff, and uh, I don't do the statue, the Conan statue, the aesthetic six. I don't collect that. So I just mainly in the one twelve and the five point stuff that I'm trying to keep financially responsible in that lane. So yeah. Yeah, that, that Godzilla. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Met, I had the, uh, the... Oh, go ahead. go ahead. I had the epiphany moment the other day. Uh, so I have, I call it the vault. It's a joke, but uh, inside I'm I'm very lucky to have an extra room. And so all that stuff goes in there. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of neglecting it. And so... Uh, I went in the other day. I'm like, I need to clean off this workstation. I need to organize stuff, you know. OCD was kicking in a little bit. And then when you just kind of sit down and you kind of just resonate someplace, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I got to really kind of like pare down some of the stuff. And like you said, it's, you're just looking at it you're like this money, 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 money. And you're like, ah. So I've been really trying to get a little bit more responsible with that. Plus, there's only so much that you can really open and play with and enjoy you know before it just it just becomes overwhelming and, uh collecting like we talked about earlier legends is just throwing stuff at you i i, I can't even keep up like i saw somebody that they had a it was like a red and the uh another color hulk it was like a oh yeah, oh, yeah the, the composite yeah yeah i saw that and i go when did this happen and then somebody <laughs> yeah. said they can get the venom the new venom that's out too I was like, well, I was like, man, I can't keep up. There's just so much stuff that you don't even know that's coming they out. They don't even so. announce it all. It feels like, like some of the stuff gets like leaked, and then some stuff they kind of tease, and then suddenly it just shows up one day, and everyone's like, oh, completely forgot that was a thing. Yeah, I think maybe if you're on top, like like Mexico stuff, I'm pretty on top or very on top. Um, but I think if you're probably maybe in that genre, like if you're legends, you might know. But like that, that's a good reality check for yourself too. Like for me, when somebody says, I, I don't know how to do something in this pool or where do I go to do this? I put myself in that Marvel Legends thing. I'm like, I didn't know that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy going, yeah, well, we got to keep up. But, filthy casuals. I know, yeah. Knowing every <laughs> single thing about all, all the action figures. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're no fan. Get out of here. But it puts, it's nice because it puts perspective on things. You're like, uh, it makes you kind of treat people the way that you kind of want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You need to just, we all know they get a little toxic sometimes. And so, oh, yeah. Like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, trust <laughs> me. I, I know. Especially, like, yeah. sadly enough, even in the Mezco groups, it gets pretty bad pretty quick because 
People like, yeah. oh, you want this figure that just came out a week ago for retail? <laughs> Good luck. Like, uh, yeah. I've seen it's, that uh... probably 47 times on a bunch of Conan, like, <laughs> in search of posts. And I'm just like, every time I'm just like, oh, man, those are the same people who in, a, in like a month ago want something that's like two years old for a good price. Yeah. I, I really try to tell people in those groups, man, like, I don't know how you guys kind of see it. And I don't know, like, cause I, this is the first time I met both of you guys, too. And, and, uh, and I do appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's kind of funny because everybody's walks of life is different. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always sitting there telling people, I'm like, you don't know who you're dealing with, the person that you might be uh, throwing that weird emoji to, you know, the laughing emoji, like, oh, hey, man, hook me up or something like that. And you're laughing at them. That's the same person that two months, like you said, it's going to be different because maybe they have something that you want. Mm-hmm. So those community ties, you got to kind of build that stuff and, and I don't know if it's because I'm on the board so much, you know, because I gotta I gotta watch all of it. Mm-hmm. But people become very familiar, and oh, I yeah. can, yeah. And you you know you have experience too, and I'm sure both you guys too as well. You there's always somebody that you can look at and you go, oh, that's uh, that's uh, John X. John X is this person, mm-hmm. and you kind of get that name and that reputation. So you got to kind of watch out what you're doing because you never know when you might need somebody in the community to kind of help you out or help you through something. So. Yeah. That's one good thing. That's awesome. You, you can make those connections with those people and then it does kind of flourish and you help them. They help you versus thing. And it, it is sad to see how many people kind of take the opposite approach and are like, Oh, well no one ever helped me. So screw everybody else. And it's like, well, that that's kind of the reason why no one ever helped you. But <laughs> yeah. Definitely. It's, um, I don't know, like, so, so you guys, you guys collect, uh, I mean, I've watched a couple of shows, but I'm not <clears throat> well versed in what you guys collect. I mean, I'm pretty sure community is all different. Like, do you guys have the same experience or is it? I would say, I mean, I'm Mr. Sociable Antisocial guy. So like <laughs> my, yeah. my group is people I know locally uh, and Michael out in his far, far away land. So I don't really interact with collectors too much, but um, in other communities, though, it's it's kind of like all the same, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the individual like groups that I belong to can be like that, very uh, high and mighty in some areas. But what I like, I am involved in a local uh, group that does do like regular meets and uh, founders are really good community online of you know making sure that we're helping people out and so that's been really nice that's that's they really do a great job of monitoring that it is all local so it's not just to like one brand or one type of uh, property or anything like that but that's an awesome community to be in because i highly recommend if you can get into any local groups and stuff like that always give it a shot do you think it's because maybe it's smaller and that and i think that you know people have to be their true selves i mean you know, you can't hide behind, yeah. uh, you know, a, a persona or, you know, yeah, just yeah. an avatar, you know, so. Yeah, because you are, you're, you're meeting people face to face. Right. I had a conversation with a friend of mine um, the other day about it. And uh, a lot of the guys that, uh, I guess if you're in these high, highly populated areas like California or New York, and they're kind of condensed. I was talking to one of them and they said, oh, yeah, you know, I see this person all the time at the cons. And I go, how does, how does that go? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if you have all this animosity, 
online and then you finally get that person in front of you like how's it go it's like oh it never pans out nothing ever happens and stuff and so it's it is it's just kind of weird how like how you said and groups that are smaller i like them better too our group is um the mezco group we have i i think it's considered the the second largest but that's because there's a lot of trimming involved. Um, like when I get in there, I, I, I vet a lot of people, you know, you don't have these fake profiles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a guy asked me one time, he goes, oh, no disrespect. To, I don't want anybody to take this the other way either. But somebody said, oh, we don't have as many members in the other groups. So you're not doing this and that. And I said, uh, I would rather have 800 people that are quality than 8,000 people, yeah. you know, that are just fake profiles. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it makes it a little bit more personalized too, because you do get to know people. And yeah. I've always wondered, like, if local meetups and stuff like that, if that's a component that can I help collecting in general. I'm always trying to think about that stuff. Like, I don't know if my if he agrees with it, if he he knows, but I'm always trying to like make that um, that community and that group a little bit better because man, it was it was very toxic for a long time, and it just takes the fun out of collecting. It really does. Hundred percent, because uh, I know there's other groups I'm in that are like you said that just don't really maintain the the members the way that you do because you're you're very active in the in the group that you run. Like I constantly see you posting and doing stuff in it versus like some of the other ones. The admins are like there, but unless there's a real problem, they kind of just let the wild west be the wild west, and it, it gets out of hand pretty quickly. Well, I take a lot of toilet breaks, so just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's it's just, uh, it's, it was it's a passion project. I'm really I'm really focused on it. And like I said, uh, there was a there was a time when it was just really bad, and uh, the focus was is to, is to try to make it better. I always keep saying that. Um, uh, so, like collecting in general, you want to. It's a part of your life that you use as an escape. You know, everybody goes to work. Everybody has these uh, these responsibilities, you know, your wife, your job, maybe dogs, kids and stuff like that. And then I don't know how much you guys I'd be very interested in hearing that. But like, I don't know how much time you guys have, you know, total to do whatever you're doing, whether it's taking pictures or just opening something up and enjoying. But I know for a fact, I think we can all agree the fact that when you do have that time, the last thing you want to do is log on to someplace. And somebody's like, you know, complaining or saying something sucks or talking about other members. It's like, no, man, I, I come here for however amount of time I have mm-hmm. just to enjoy things. I don't want anybody to ruin it. And so that that was the goal for me. It was, you know, to make it a place where you can kind of come and enjoy. It definitely shows. Yeah, yeah your, your group definitely has a lot less of the, the problems that most of the Facebook groups I'm in can that's across all of the collecting, not just Mezco, like figure arts, storm collectibles, even like Marvel legends. It gets, gets overwhelming sometimes. And it like, to, to your point, like wrestling figures, I used to be into that. And there was one group yeah. in particular ran by a wrestling podcast and they borderline encouraged the toxicity of it. And it just was like, this isn't fun anymore. And I just eventually was like, I, I don't want, I don't want to be a part of this. I, I want to mess around with wrestling figures. It, it really does kind of ruin it. Um, but let's, let's move on to question number two here. So you've mentioned all the lines that you collect. 
Is there a line that like 100%, whether it's financial reasons, if it's just you don't like the figures, what have you, that you would never consider diving into? Hmm. Um, You know, actually, no. I don't think that there's anything that I wouldn't. uh, I think I'm pretty open-minded to certain things. Like I I know there's certain brands that are probably get labeled certain things. Even Mezco. Mezco gets labeled with certain... uh, stigmas that they have but um i like we were talking about earlier i'll cherry pick stuff because maybe there's something i like and i and i've heard things about mcfarland figures mm-hmm. the, the one thing about me is like i'll i've learned that i've learned a lot of valuable lessons from collecting in general but even in the mezco group and it's it's not like geared toward mezco it's more of like i don't know like these collector life lessons and I've always kept an open mind with something. Somebody will say, oh, McFarlane's trash or something like that. And the other day I saw, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't really know the character, but I think it's the uh, the Batman who laughs, the one that has the visor over his face. And yeah, like the slinks, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had, a, he had a set of wings. And all I kept hearing was McFarlane was, it's not a good company. And so I'm like, well, I really want the wings for this shot that I want to try to do eventually. And so he has the wings, so I took it out. And uh, I actually messed with it the other day for a couple of minutes. And, I mean, there was nothing wrong. Um, to me, there wasn't. I mean, it, the sculpt work looked really great. But I'm always open to any of that stuff. I don't ever try to discount a figure because maybe somebody said something about it. Uh, you know, the G.I. Joe line that came out the other day, the retro wave from Super 7, I think. I looked at mm-hmm. it, and, and there's the same thing. There's just so much G.I. Joe. Mezco's doing G.I. Joe. Hasbro's doing G.I. Joe. And they're throwing all these different things that you're like, hey, buy buy 10,000 Alley Troopers and buy 10,000 Cobra Troopers and stuff. And it's like, so you're, you're, you're kind of almost pigeonholed in some of these companies. Like, okay, I'm only going to collect this company because that's the company that I'm in and I don't want to stray too far out. Mm-hmm. But I saw that and I was like, mm, it's just not for me. But I didn't bash it or say, you know, no, oh, that's God's it's terrible. Single joint, all this other stuff that people do. And I've learned that lesson in the Mesco group that I can just look at something and go, you know what, maybe eventually down the line, I'll, I'll give it a chance. But there's nothing that I close my mind to. Maybe my little pony or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have a follow-up question to that. Have you seen Anything made by Playmates recently? <laughs> <laughs> no. It, oh, it, was it that that uh, that weird like goopy thing today? Was that no, the pink thing? No, they. No. I just have like a, a long history of my anti Playmates, even though I've given them thousands of dollars. But um, <laughs> they, as a, as a mm. huge turtle fan, they do mm. like you know constantly just reprint the exact same molding over and over and over again. And we just recently received um some very interesting Ninja Turtle slash Cobra Kai collaboration. Oh, that is, yeah. <laughs> it's hurtful, you know, as a fan of the property and the things that they make. But, you know, I just wondered if maybe you being open minded, you may, you, you know, may not want to look at those. And that might be the first line that you swear off of. <laughs> I feel like you're pushing me towards that would be my first one. It's like, yeah, planners, and we join in. And watch no. Brotherhood and be like, yeah, Playmate sucks. No, <laughs> I would I be remiss if I didn't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I've seen some of that stuff. Like I saw the other day when I went into Target and looking, I was looking at stuff. They had a, 
the Cobra is that I don't know if that's it, but they had a turtle and they had Johnny in it. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it and uh, and of course I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a white gi. Maybe I can take the gi off. And I can... <laughs> I'm always trying to find something. Yeah, it was, but uh, no, I, I'm I'm trying to think of a line that I've looked at and I'm like, there's no way that I would. I had um, so I I used to be into NECA when they had the turtles when they were doing everything when they're doing the sets and everything like that i got the sdc set the cartoons and stuff like that and then you know of course with their distribution and the website and everything it was selling out i kind of i kind of got away from that and then and then one day i think i was trying to do a pre-order for something i didn't get it and i was just like you know what that's it i, I just don't i have to deal with this with mezco right now i don't want to deal with the mezco and so i just kind of split the line I didn't go into a group and announce it. I was quitting and then walk out the door. And, you uh, didn't like stuff. put a three paragraph thing about how Randy from NECA wronged you and that you, you dishonor on him and his cow and his family. And yeah. I don't think it counts then Paige. Sorry. Yeah, I know. You're, you're still hey. on that line. You never left. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael knows I love writing paragraphs. And so yeah. <laughs> that's the inside joke about it because he knows I love writing that kind of stuff. But no, I was just like, no, I, I, I just said, you yeah, know, that's that's how they are, and and of course, as soon as I do it, I think a month later their distribution got ten times better. Like everybody can get it; it's all in the stores, and you can get the pre-order. And I'm like, ah, I quit that line and thing, but but um, uh, I was really heavy in the neck, and I just couldn't stop. You know, I couldn't justify collecting them anymore. But it wasn't anything that was shutting the door on, mm-hmm. because the other day I just picked up what was it. Um, uh ghostface i think i picked up that the other day so no i don't i don't have any scorned you know stories about collecting with any kind of line because i i I think i just look at things a lot differently and i just looked at it as oh i'll just tear that off and i'll use it for one of my other figures yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at like i could never shut the door on NECA completely because there will always be some accessory in there that i'll be like Mm -hmm. well i spent thirty dollars on a shot glass and some whiskey let's do this (laughs) yeah <laughs> um but yeah i i i feel it it's it's there's always something in there to entice you and then you're just sitting there and you're like well now i have to figure out what to do with this the, all the other stuff i don't want and hope someone is like oh yeah i want that i don't care if it's complete and try to recoup yeah. some of that money otherwise you're getting some real expensive accessory sets <laughs> yeah and, and that's a good thing about like guys like like you know that are in the group like like yourself and i wanted to I haven't done that project yet, but uh, there was, you know, I wanted a hat. And, you know, those that stuff's expensive, and I'm oh, thinking, yeah. do I really want to? Do I really want to destroy it? And then you put your post up, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, there he is. It's like I can just <laughs> grab this little thing, and and I, I think, I mean, you have a great concept of it too. I think we kind of even worked something out with it as well. It's like, oh, he's a collector, and I think that's kind of one of the missing components with things that. I guess maybe people don't understand is like even though some of these high prices are in groups and stuff like that if you if you're connecting with people and just like you said you know locally or even on the internet you're building these foundations people i think for the most part people aren't out there trying to like rape people yeah. i mean there's an opportunity there to kind of cash in with some of those things and whoever does whatever they do that's totally up to you but in the long run you're hurting these other relationships that can help like later on and it doesn't, I mean, you did. It doesn't take much. I mean, we, we don't talk every day. We talk, 
you know, pretty frequently either on the board or maybe through things, but there's that relationship there and you kind of understand. And, and then it also inspires people to do stuff. Like you did that. And I'm like, you know what? I need to do something for somebody. Somebody was missing something the other day. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know what? You know, Mike hooked me up. I'm like, I need to step forward and also go through that community thing because you're there and you're kind of front and show people. This is kind of how you kind of operate. And maybe that inspires people to do a little bit better. I'm not trying to be that guy that's like, rah, rah, community. <laughs> but it, it needs it because some especially with uh like parting things out wasn't always a thing until like the past couple of years where like it's become a lot more popular where especially with mezco people are buying them and then here's the the naked body here's the costume here's all the accessories and yeah. stuff and a lot of those people like even on ebay the prices are insane you're you're if, like if you even like go through and like add up the prices of the individual pieces on ebay they usually are more expensive total than what the like aftermarket value of the figure is at that point. And it's just like, how, I, I don't know. It's worse. The fact that someone's willing to pay that or that you're asking that, like, it's just absurd to me. Um, Cause like, I'll, I'll usually go through and I'll be like, okay, so here's what I don't want. Here's, you know, what I paid versus what's going for. What's a fair price. Oh, this is what's going for. Definitely don't want to go that high. Cause no one's going to even remotely, be crazy enough to pay that and then kind of like go from there and i see some of this stuff and i'm just like i i want that but i would never i would never think in a million years to pay like 30 bucks for a, a tiny like sword so, or pistol or yeah. something i'm like it just i just can't i can't bring myself to do it and then i'll go and buy a neca figure to get a shot glass for 30 bucks so <laughs> What was the what was the NECA figure that has the shot glass? It's uh it's from the thing. It's the the Kurt Russell figure from the first uh, the first one they released. Oh, yeah. He comes with the whiskey bottle, the shot glass. He comes with like a gun, mm-hmm. a hat, a bunch of stuff. And I just it's one of those things that anytime you find the little accessory pieces separately, like someone made them, they're always yeah. really expensive. And I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. at that point, I could get the figure, and then I could sell some of the figure for like half of what I paid, and I'm still coming out on you know. A little more on par than if I were to go and buy a 3D printed and painted and sanded and stylized yeah. thing that someone put a bunch of effort in. I mean, good for them because they usually look stellar. I just can't justify some of those prices sometimes to to, to pay the the local artist's price for it. Well, you're amongst friends, so we all understand. Yeah, <laughs> this is a safe space here on the couch. So. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're very safe. Yeah. All right, uh, so. Do you have, uh, cause you mentioned cherry picking. Is there any line? Cause I know you've, I think you've kind of already answered this with Mezco, but you're a completionist. You have to have every single figure or even if it's just a specific character, like I have to have every version of this character. Right. Yeah. So, um, I started with Mezco pretty early and I got very fortunate through, um, the community. That's why I really like to try to give back because I had people that were helping me with figures that I didn't have and I had no clue about or I just didn't know how to get without getting raped pretty much because you know how those prices are. And this was back in the earlier days. And so with Mezco, I am I am a completionist. I've been very fortunate. So everything that's in that line that you've seen or you haven't seen yet, I'm, I'm, I'm running 100% at that. And Marvel Legends, I, I used to kind of carry that over with that stuff, but there's just so much. And then now I wasn't messing with everything. But Mezco's probably the only line that I really complete, complete like that. There's It's just, 
you run into certain things like if you miss a drop or something like that and, and then you have to go to the aftermarket or um it's it just gets very expensive and if you're not fully invested and then if you're trying to do that across multiple lines i don't you're you're bound to get stuck somewhere with something and so i've Yo, really, you, i'm sorry i wanted to ask then um so with mezco they do a lot of different like things so they have the rumble society they have their their comic characters but now they've they've branched out and they've done movie characters and especially they've done horror like they just announced halloween 2 michael myers this past week so you know, do do you have have you come into the um, issue of you know getting a figure that of something you didn't really like, and how do you handle that? How do you mentally? How do you process that? Yeah, so there. So Michael will probably tell you that in the Mexico community, like I'm very I'm very pro Mexico, and so sometimes it might come off as oh, there's something that they there's nothing they could put a sticker on a piece of trade and he'll like it. And it's it's not the case. There's just like any company. Excuse me. Um, there are hits and misses, and there's a couple of figures I have in there that that I just don't mess with a lot. And it's mainly female figures. It's the Harley. Um, gosh, it's Catwoman. Both versions. Yeah, yeah. Poor girl. Poor girl. Those knees. And <laughs> I always think it's it's not funny, but like there's times um, when I'm looking at something online. And it's just the experience part of it. But you always see somebody, they'll take a figure and they say, oh, my arm broke or my knee broke and stuff like that. And a lot of it's just um, not being familiar with the company or with the with the body. And so they're really, uh, I'm not, I don't want to say bad, but when they put out a figure, sometimes the, the arm is twisted a certain way. So you would have it like this naturally come out. Sometimes they're like this. And so your natural your natural instinct is go, oh, let me check these joints. Oh, it's not going. It's not going. Oh, you know, screw this company. It's their fault. It's like, no, you got to kind of check and stuff like that. And so um, those are the figures that are kind of like, for me, the female figures that I look at and I go, ah, you know, but they've done a lot of improvement with some of those figures over time. But they're, I'm trying to think of another one they're in. It's mainly the female figures. And um, I don't have a really big problem with some of the single joints like like we've seen you know people kind of lose their shit about and ah, i can't like pick his own like ear at all times like yeah 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 i was messing around with this guy today about it because he he said oh conan is like 90 degrees it can't go past 90 and i'm like are you looking at him like anatomically like you know look his like his anatomy it's like his bicep is huge. Do you think that you can do it? He's like, ah. Jason and I have a running joke on the on the hangout where I say, I say, you know, probably say eighty percent of the people in the world they can't touch their shoulder with their hand, but yet they want this average character to like you know dynamic characters. I totally get, but do you really need like you said? Do you need the Jason Voorhees to be able to you know scratch his own ass with his fingers? Like, no, you don't need that. So he's got a machete thing. for. Yeah. yeah, you know, you just uh, <laughs> stick it back behind there. So, but to yes, to answer your question, there are some, and the way I deal with it is, I just go, okay, um, maybe they'll make another version or something like that. I, I don't because I I get where the question is because you're completed. So like, do you just take that one and go and just toss it out and that's the whole? But I 
I think I apply the same thing with the lines to a figure. There's certain things that I really like about it. Like Harley, she gets a lot of bad press, but those face sculpts are very good. Oh, yeah. They're very good. And there's certain things of, even though Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman, she's single jointed. I don't think that there's anything wrong with her. I wish she had more range and stuff, but there's certain things that I'll just look at with a figure and that kind of, it kind of like, it doesn't glaze over the fact that they can't do something, but I just, I don't let it, that's it. I don't let it ruin my experience. I don't let one or two aspects of something go, you know what, this figure's trash, this company's trash, I just don't even want to collect anymore because they didn't conform to my idea of what I thought the product should be. It's, mm. you know, what do I like about it? And I might play with it a little bit and I might say, you know what, you know, I'll go mess with another figure that I like because I'm just, that's the only thing I'm trying. I'm just trying to have a good experience with whether there's just too much other bad shit out there to try to ruin the experience. I agree. I'm just glad there's someone else out there that uh, appreciates Wonder Woman as much as I did. Because uh, yeah, I got I got yeah. made fun of a lot on weekly purchases one week when I I got <laughs> that was when Wonder Woman came out and like oh yeah they really improved on like their female body because usually like Catwoman she had real weak knees that if you didn't heat them up they usually were stuck and they'd snap and Harley yeah. had like wrist peg issues if you weren't careful and. I was like, yeah, Wonder Woman's like, her, like their the new female body is super impressive, and then they they just had a field day with it. So it's it's <laughs> nice to hear that I'm not alone with the appreciation of, of Wonder Woman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, the, you they're gonna have another body, so mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're updating both be... the the male and female bodies, aren't they? Yeah, they actually have a couple. Um, so these new figures they're gonna come out. Some of them are kind of character specific, and so they're gonna have bodies that are. Like like those for like uh like Doctor Zayas, you know, he's a smaller body, and if you tear him down, there's component or parts that are kind of like vapor. Mm -hmm. He just has a padded suit, yeah. and so but they usually try to have either a body and they kind of modify it, or they have a complete new one. And so what happens is I think when I was talking to him, he was telling me that they had um I guess he was telling me how many bodies they had, and then he told me the number of bodies that they're going to be developing in the next two years. Mm -hmm. And and it's really good because the female body, that's obviously needing some retooling, but that's one that they really wanted to focus on. So that's why you don't see a lot of these new female characters that are coming out. And the ones that they are, are kind of, you can tell that those are going to be like the test trial ones, like the uh, Ghost Spider, Spider-Gwen, mm -hmm. uh, Sue Storm, those kinds. And then I think you'll probably see something a little bit better maybe on Tangerine when she comes out. So they're working on it. It just takes time. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think he said something like, what was it? Those molds or uh, I can't remember. Something for like a hundred grand or something like that for the Joker buff mold. So it's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money to invest, especially like when you've got the, the community online like complaining all the time and then you're spending all this money to try to make wow. it better. And it's like, got, got to be hard on yeah. them to, to, to keep going. Like, man, they don't appreciate anything we do. And we're spending all this money just to get them. So Joker can sit slightly more of his knees bent or, or some nonsense. And yeah, yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Like, cause I, I do remember when you did that uh, interview with him, he did mention that like they are going from like, I think three or four male bodies to like 
thought he said like seven or something like that or eight like he they were it was a significant like increase because they were going to have new like ones for each like size like new suited new like you know the hero like muscular and then like a thin one and so i'm curious to see what figures end up getting those going forward um so i i feel like we already know this answer but i'm gonna ask it anyway uh are you more mint on card free the figure and like for the figures you do open what do you do if your accessories because we, we we already know that you you're you're just like me and you you love them accessories so we got to know yeah, 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 <laughs> how yeah. you keep all those <laughs> nice yeah items. yeah so i am um i'm still i'm still trying to break out of that habit too i'm an old school collector with nice so as you mentioned before, they had some QC uh, issues earlier on because of the factory. I guess they were working with certain plastics and stuff like that. So, like mm-hmm. like you said, with Catwoman. So, I'm trained to buy like two or three or something. Yeah, so you can see where that's going. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So I I have feet in both sides. So I will take something and I will open it, and then I have one that's just kind of sitting there. And so, like I said, uh, I, I make sure I at least open every one of my figures, of course, to check it. But then I've gotten into this habit now where, you know, like, I don't know how you guys are too familiar with it, but the boxes are huge. Or clean. you got to take them out, put everything in, put everything back in the trays. It just got kind of, it got kind of, uh, actually, I'll show you here. I have, it got kind of uh, a little bit tedious for me. And so what I did was Michaels has these little cases and there's a, there's actually, it's a photo case. But they have a photo case and they actually have a handled case. So if you want to go to your friend's house, you can carry that little thing with you just like yeah. you did when we were kids. <laughs> and um, he's, this will hold everything. This it'll, it'll hold mainly your, like your small to medium body figures. And I just take, I just take everything, and I'll stick them in little baggies. I'll put them in there, and that way they're easy to take in and take out. I don't have to worry about the box. But I usually keep one open. I keep one kind of on stash, and that's for different reasons. You know, before it was to make sure that if something broke or something, I had an extra. And now it's just it's ingrained in me. So what I usually do now is if I have an extra or something, if I buy, I'll, I'll like look at somebody in the group who maybe missed out or something. And I'll go, okay, yeah, I got an extra, and I kind of do that. But I do have one open and one minute on card. And that's how I store things. It just works out a little bit better for me. Yeah, that's the exact same uh, cases I have for my Mezco figures. Just the, the, <laughs> the big old, like, suitcase with all the little ones in there for the photos. That Yeah, I, mm-hmm. those went on sale, like, a month or two ago, or actually it was longer than that, probably, like, six months ago. And I was like, all right, I'm buying, like, three of these okay. now before they go back up to full price. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, 41 bucks. I think I, I usually tell people just kind of, like, watch out um, around around those special times, like graduation holidays or anything like that where you're going to be collecting memories and those things will usually drop down to about 21 dollars. and if you're really lucky you'll see them drop down to 14 so 41 14 yeah i'm all in when they go 14 i'll just i head on up there and i grab my stuff and now i'll buy like one or two cases but they're 
like I said, they're cool for the average figure, you know, like the small, the medium. But when you start getting maybe figures that have like armor or something or the Krieg or obviously you're not going to put Hulk or Bluto in there. But when you start getting to the larger figures, it kind of does that man. But this is great, man. I have a whole case of like Black Skulls, like Death Brigade. They're all in there and they all the stuff fits in there. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely nice. So then with the figures you do open and then you put all the accessories and everything, do you keep the boxes for those? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've, uh, I actually, the other day, I, they sent me a, a big box, you know, that the Mezco has been shipping out those, the Black Skulls Death Brigade. Mm-hmm. And if you bought one, you got one for free. Well, the, they sent you this big box. It looks like a Sentinel box. And so what I did was I took everything out of that, and then I put uh, all my boxes in there, and I broke them down, put them in there, and then they went in the attic. You never know. Like, I'm sure somebody would buy it if it was loose or something like that. But, I mean, if you have the box, it always helps. But there's that space issue again. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon I'm going to be, like, opening cabinets in the kitchen, and there's no shit's falling out. (laughs) When it becomes a problem, so you got to kind of reel it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I that was the big problem with me with a lot of the boxes for figures is I just ran out of room. So I was like, all right, what's getting recycled? What's sticking around? Like, had to kind of be picky and choosy with it. Because I, I actually at one point bought a giant like one of those like garage like metal shelves that's sitting yeah. in my closet that that's gonna, gonna be there forever even when I move because I don't think I can get that thing out at this point. And it just mm-hmm. has empty boxes from you know floor to ceiling on it. Of, of every thing I've, I've bought and I went through and I'm like, okay, let's go through. Like, I think it started with like legend stuff and like stuff that's like retail. That's never really going to explode in value with or without the box. I'm like, okay, don't need that. Don't need that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a pain to try to go dig through it. Cause you always just sitting there like, but what if, and, and you just can never, never quite like always pull the trigger on getting rid of some stuff. Yeah. I, I just unboxed, this is bad. Like I've had a couple of days off. And so, uh, I go through and I'm like, I can, I need to get rid of these boxes. So I'll unbox. I just unboxed that. What was it? The, um, the infinity war <clears throat> redo of the, um, the black order. Oh, oh like, yeah. Yeah. So I just unpacked that, did my little, you know, plastic baggie, throw it in the black Tupperware or whatever. And then, um, I got on Amazon and that thing's like 288 or something like that. I'm yeah. sitting there thinking, I don't know why I just unboxed that. I could have sold it because that thing's been sitting in the box for how long? I mean, do what do you, do you guys throw your boxes away or do you keep Yeah, them generally. Yeah. Unless it's something like really nice. Like Mezco, I could see the couple that I do have, I do keep all those boxes, but Marvel Legends, you know, Star Wars Black Series, no, those boxes yeah. go. Now, Dragon Ball figure arts, yes. I keep those Imports. boxes. Just, yeah. 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 I don't plan on selling them, but you know, when I die, somebody wants to sell them for me. That makes it a little box. easier. Yeah. It was well, a shipper box. Yeah. He is mint on card now. Hey, you know, I, I, I used to get, I used to get razzed really bad uh, in a group that I was in. <clears throat> I would get it, and I still have the habit now. But I would take pictures. And you know how people take pictures of their boxes holding it or do whatever like that. I kind of like went overboard. So it was kind of like, you know how these guys do these elaborate setups? I would do that for the box. 
And so like like I have one I got the white skull, the white skull agent. Mm-hmm. So I put that thing up here. I backlit it with this red gel light and shit. It's just for a box. <laughs> and I'm doing all this framing and everything. And I did it and the guy goes, Oh, that's a cool picture. Uh why don't you take a picture of the figure inside of the box? And that's I always used to get razzed for it because I would just take these pictures of my boxes. And I would take them out and check them, but I never like really kept them out. I think only within the last two years as I started. So I completely understand the men on card, you know, aspect of it. Because I still like I still have a leg and I still do it. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever brings you happiness, man. Yeah. I mean, at that point, that's how you get a job, like being the person who like presents that at the con, like get the backlit for the box, get everyone excited for it on display. <laughs> I wish, man. I really wish. It would be a nice it would be a nice thing. It's kind of a hard thing to kind of break into, but it would be cool to do some of that stuff. There's a lot of, there's so much competition. There's so many talented artists out there. Oh, yeah. You got guys who are just doing really good work. Yeah, that's one thing that uh, a future project I have planned is trying to get some of those, like, some of, like, the top, like, most talented people with that kind of stuff together and trying to get more eyes on like the the toy content on youtube because i feel like even i i follow probably over half of my subscriptions on youtube are toy related and mm-hmm. if i get like i pull up my youtube homepage and my recommended screen maybe 10 percent of it is like toy related and i'm like this doesn't this math doesn't add up like how is this a thing yeah. so like i'm trying to like figure out a way to kind of get more light on that so we can get more of that because youtube always sends out those surveys and it's like i don't know maybe be more interest focused like you claim you are instead of like hey here's all this these other videos that you probably aren't gonna watch or here's a bunch of news that's gonna make you real sad not uh the the 50 toy channels that you follow <laughs> yeah I, I facebook i noticed that too and then but youtube i i really instagram's really really oh, bad about yeah, instagram it. i don't know how that algorithm works yeah, I looked so my my toy page. I only use it for that. Mm-hmm. It's only for toy stuff. So I'll go to other toy related, uh, you know, content creators and stuff, and that's it. And so it's primarily only used for that. I don't go searching for anything else. And so I I forgot my girl sent me something on TikTok. I look at that, and now my feed is flooded with this stuff. And I go, I don't even go to these places on specific. Yeah, and. <laughs> And, and then I'm like, I got okay, I got to cancel this shit out. And so I'll sit there and I'll go to a bunch of my friends and I go like, 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 and it's still flooded with this stuff. You know, it, it's always it's always the chick that's dancing. You know, so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. It's, it's like, cool. That's like 75 percent of TikTok. And yeah, most but it's all fake. Nate, but... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Nate. <laughs> He's always like, K-pop. Hey. Always K-pop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, Instagram's algorithm. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I, nine times out of ten, I see the same like fifteen people out of the like three thousand people I follow on on there mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, well, how how am I supposed to know what these other people are posting for all their toy stuff? So I have to like go through and actually, like you said, like go to your friends' pages and like start scrolling through and liking things and trying to correct it. But it always is like, no, these are the ones that you've looked at the most. Just keep looking at those. I'm like, but but why? And I don't want to. I want yeah. new stuff. I want, I want, I want, I want to, you know, 
I want a variety. I don't want to just look at the the same 15 people every day. Like it, not that they're not great, you know, content to follow, but otherwise, yeah. why am I following like 3000 people to, to only see 15 people's work? Like just seems kind of counterproductive. Um, yeah. I always wonder if that's like boosting pages and stuff like that. I know some, I know some people do that kind of stuff, paid ads and stuff like that to be able to push their stuff in there. So I always wondered if that's what it was. I will say this because I do know people who have done that. It's the worst thing you could possibly do just because the second you do it, you've essentially pigeonholed yourself that Instagram will not. Same thing with uh, Instagram and like Google stuff. It will not show anybody your content unless you're paying for it, unless you do it once. So it will it will pretty much like guarantee that you've you've just completely both borderline been blacklisted on Instagram because you paid once to boost it just to see if it worked and now they're like no one will ever see your page again. Shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this brings us to our our final question and probably one of the most interesting ones, and that is going to be what is your holy grail figure and do you own it or are you still trying to? to find it um no um like i said i've I've been very lucky with mezco so you know all the ones that you see mm-hmm. you know the 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 black and white uh batman and you know all these other the black and white judge dreadlock master the white skull all those I, i've been like i said through the community and due diligence and money uh <laughs> i've been very fortunate <laughs> you know you always have to have that little extra tip. yeah I've been very fortunate and lucky enough to be able to have the whole collection. And so, and then there's some that I have that, uh, that haven't, you know, been out there. I think there's a spot that I have that was a prototype and I think there's only three made and I got really lucky guy. Yeah, there was a, and I'm, I'm tricky. And, and so, uh, I think I worked on this guy for probably about two years. He would not come down on the price. And not, I know it's a long story, but it's not the grail. <laughs> You're like, why are you telling us this? But, but there was that one. I worked on it for like two years, and I was able to finally get that, and that's in there. So that's like rare. So I've been uh, most of the ones that I would collect in Mezco, I have, and so I'm very lucky with that. Um, I I don't know if there's one that uh, I am still looking for because they're all there. But as far as the ones I have in my collection what i would consider like a grail um i think uh, i'll say two can i say two or just one i mean jamar had like 10 so you're welcome to have as many as you oh wow 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 (laughs) i need to hear that list too um so one is the um only because I i think i'm trying to figure out a way to do this with my like channel too because I think every figure has a story and I want to try to incorporate that into like these things that I'm doing, like these breakdowns and stuff. But one of them, I had a good story about the Asia Girl exclusive, that white uh, shadow assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a bunch of little events that happened. So there's some sentimental value to that one uh, that kind of got stuck. So that's a, a grail for me. And then also there's a, story and i guess i'll tell you about that really quick if you have time but hey it's, um, it's your session so, take as long as you need oh thank you oh well, <laughs> go by the hour. well. i mean they, they might fall asleep <laughs> uh but i'm over here on the east coast so i'm three hours behind you so i've got some time <laughs> um the the other one is that is the the black and white 
uh, just read Lawmaster. You know, so why would they only need 50 of them? And so really quick, so this is earlier on. There's not a lot of hype about it. I get on eBay, this guy has it, and he had put it up for, I think, 200 bucks. Yeah. And it, that was, I think, lower than what it was when they were actually uh, selling them. So I contact them and I say, hey, is everything good with this? Is there any pieces missing or is there any damage to the box? I, I would even have accepted if it was damage to the box because that's a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. And they only made 50 of them. So I say, hey, any problems? He goes, no, it's sitting in the, um, it's sitting in my storage unit. Um, he says, you, he goes, uh, I want like 225 for it. I go, okay. And I'm like, I'm not going to tread on this guy. Even though he said 200, I got 225 sold, man. He goes, sure, sounds good. And so I finalized the payment and I don't think this guy knew what he had. And so I give him the money and then he says, okay, well, I have my daughter or something like that this week. I'm not going to be able to mail it out. I'm like, okay. And so he ghosts me for like two weeks and I'm like, damn it. And so you're in that position like, I can't really complain Mm -hmm. because, (laughs) because I've, you know, I've already paid, but then also this is kind of like a grail. And I kept thinking to myself, I go, this guy, um, he knows what he has, and he's just trying to wait me out. Mm-hmm. And so I contact him again. He he keeps me going for another two weeks. And then I tell him, I'm like, okay, here's my power play. And I was like, hey, man, I was like, um, I know that you said you had some stuff going on. I was like, if you don't mind, I'd really appreciate if you sent me the figure. I've been waiting for it for a while. I kind of paid for everything. And he was, yeah, yeah, don't worry, man, you'll get it, you'll get it. And I was like, okay, I said, that's cool. I said, but uh, I got to give you another week, and if not, then I'm going to have to request a refund. And I'm like this, I'm like, I'm like, bite it, bite it, bite it. He goes, he goes, dude, I promise I'll have it out the next day. I go, sure thing. He sends it to me and stuff like that. And when he sent it to me, he not only sent me, um, I guess it's kind of like a makeup present, he not only sent me that, but he sent me like another grail figure on top of it and so that one kind of has some sentimental value because i i didn't think i was going to get it Mm. and then part of it was is i was in transition moving that's why i wanted him to send it to me because i didn't want to be moving out Mm -hmm. and then they send it and then all of a sudden they send it back to him or somebody stole it yeah that's why i was trying to get him to send it to me and so i was moving in the process and there was all this anxiety and so when i finally get this figure I'm like, oh, God. So I open it, check it, make sure everything goes fine. He writes me a little handwritten note. He's like, hey, I apologize about this. And in a way, I don't know if he knew or not, but he, like I said, he sent me like another grill figure. It was like one of the dark mounts that he had. He goes, I had this in there too. I'm not going to use it. So, you know, this is just to kind of make up for what it was. And I think it wasn't, it wasn't the black and white one. I think it was like the, uh, the MDX one or something like that. Or, you yeah, know, it was, it was still a, still a... Not easy one yeah. to find even back then, so yeah, and it was for free. So I'm sitting yeah. in, he's like, I apologize, but those, I guess, two figures they just kind of have like a little sentimental thing to me, and there's a story behind it. And so, those are the ones that kind of mean the Asia Gold one that was just hard to get. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'd haggle with somebody for I think like a week, and they just kept raising the price on me because that's the one that was over there, and they only made allegedly 112 there's more than that (laughs) secret safe with us yeah yeah so let me (laughs) let me ask you this then since since mezco is your main thing what would be a grail figure for them to come out with 
like what would be the ultimate character or version of something that they could release that you would just freak out over oh man they already did they so i don't know how much michael michael's told you but um so i have a line of communication with them you know it's uh i'm able to kind of talk to them and every once in a while uh, i'll talk to the owner of the company i'm very fortunate and so there's a nice thing that goes on between it because he'll ask me hey well what's going on in the community and I'll say, well, this is this. These are kind of some hot stuff and everything like that. He kind of takes that feedback. And then he'll also tell me stuff that I can kind of pass down. So there's like this gray area. Like I said, you can step in one and step in the other. And so I just, I'm, I'm sure they already had it designed. But the, I I was talking to him ad nausea about like Dick Tracy. I was like, man, I love Dick Tracy. I was like, I really hope you guys do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then it was, but that for me, that would have been it. But they've already done it, and I'm trying that's to cool. It. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's because of me. I was, I'm, like I said, oh, I'm that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that, that you were like, "Hey, my my BFF Mez, I really want a Dick Tracy." Yeah. He's like, "You know what? I'll one up you. I'll make you a two pack." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are welcome. Just no, but that would be one, and another one they haven't done, and I. And I keep telling them this too. Uh, the Luke Cage. I would love to have a Luke Cage figure. They already have Iron Fist. I think it just kind of goes hand in hand. They got. Uh, they have. I thought they were going to do it with uh, the John Stewart Green Lantern because mm-hmm. they have the bald head. And they have the alternate head, and I'm like, God, oh, there's the head. That's all they need. They can just yeah. put it in a little white tank. But uh, now that they have Roadblock, I think that that would. Not yet, but. You've seen pictures of Roblox. Mm-hmm. I was like, there is that. Like, There's no yeah, they've, they've got the head, they've got the big bulky body. We're good to go. Yeah, so the Roblox would be one, but Dick Tracy's is definitely one. And I really hope they go into that line a little bit. There's some characters that they can really do. They kind of strive at that. Like the uh, not so mainstream, but some of the off brand stuff where they can add a little bit of their own flavor to it. Like mm-hmm. if you had said, oh, yeah. I'm going to make Nosferatu. You would have told people that they went, that's not going to work. But they seem to be able to knock out those little niche figures like Popeye and Bruno. And I mean, some of these other ones, you're just like, geez, you, Captain Nemo, that, that's another one. You would have told people, yeah, making Captain Nemo. They're like, what? Most of the people in the group, they didn't even know who that character was. Yeah. And so it's, they, that's what they kind of specialize. It'd be really cool if they did the cage. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. I mean, I just want them to revive that Batmobile they teased like six years ago. (laughs) That's all I want. I know it's not happening, but uh, a girl can dream. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it would be. Yeah, it would be cool. I, I um, one thing that they, I thought they were going to probably do because they've been, they put so much money into it. And it sounded like, you know, from the hangout, like he was putting so much money into it. It just seemed like it wasn't going to get off the ground because you're trying to merge the price point with the production. And it's kind of hard because you know how Smithsville collectors are like, that's too expensive. It's always this fluctuation. It's like something costs $95 and that's a good price point. And then you get something that's 85 and they're like, that's too expensive. And so, yeah. so, <laughs> but uh, the... I thought that maybe they would do something where they would pick up 
some of the success that Hasbro has been having and just do like you know, Kickstarters or backers. Oh, yeah, like and that kind of thing. That'd be... Yeah, I was like, maybe I thought maybe do that with the Batmobile or even um, maybe do something smaller. Like, you know, there's tons of little vehicles like they have the Doc Knock plane and the Doc Knock car. Mm-hmm. Even if you wanted to strip it down, maybe do like a Doc Knock motorcycle or something like that. But I always thought that maybe that would be something they would do. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is our concept. And if you guys want to back it, because that's where it seems like companies are going. Like, I mean, look at Aslab. It's just less overall risk. Yeah, you don't make the, you don't make it, you don't make it. And so, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would work for them because, you know, there's there's uh, figures that take a long time. So I don't know if they would be patient. I don't, know, I don't think they have the production that Hasbro has to be able to say, okay, let's do this and we'll just bang it out in 12 months. They would have to right. design it and do it. And I don't think Mezco collectors are that patient. So. No, not at all. Every, every week it's, where, where's my Michael <laughs> King Batman? <laughs> well, we've been waiting two years on that one. So. Yeah. And that, was, that wasn't a Kickstarter. I ordered that. Yeah. Like the thing is... It feels like a lot of, at least anymore, a lot of the Mezco pre-orders, I mean, granted, they're open to e-retailers and stuff and comic book shops, are almost at that kind of same level as a Kickstarter, because it's essentially like, it's open for 48 hours or whatever, and whoever orders it, orders it, and that's, they'll order a little bit extra just, you know, to have it, but for the most part, it seems like they are borderline made to order anymore. Yeah, I think... uh... I think the Batman thing is funny because there's a running joke about that because uh, I keep saying, I wonder what the next figure is that people are going to complain about because John Wick was the first one and now you have this Batman. And then I keep thinking, somebody's like, oh, well, once I get this Batman, I'm totally out of this line. I'm never going to collect this line. And everybody's like, they're just taking too long and I'm just looking at it going, I go, I wonder what the next figure is that people are going to be complaining about. Because it just it just doesn't stop. It never even that's the part about it. I was having a discussion about it with one of my friends. I was like, you notice that it's this pattern. I don't think collectors can get out of it. it's like that un- unattainable thing, and they just want to complain about something. But as soon as it comes out, it's it's maybe hot for like a week or two, and then it's done. Like vapor, you know, everybody's oh vapor, 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 and then. I think the only person I've seen taking a picture of that in probably about a week or two is Jordan. He does some great work, but it's just funny. It kind of fizzles out. I had a, I had a, uh, the MDX blade before it even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the one with the vest and stuff, they only made like two Amazon shipped it to somebody, yeah. two people and it kind of got out. So I was able to grab one of them from a guy. I traded like a PX Punisher for him. And so he, you know, there was only two. And so I got that and I looked at it, I was messing around with it and stuff. And then um, kind of put it away. And everybody was always saying, oh, well, these figures are out. We want it. We want it. We want it. And they complained about it for a year. And then they put up the pre-order. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their chance. And those figures got pushed out. And then, what, a week later, that figure's completely forgotten. I haven't seen a picture of that. But it's the same thing. It's like everybody just, they need something to kind of attach on to and then Batman 89 is it. It's just it's just a bad circle. And everybody just kind of like kicks themselves. And one of those things that just makes collecting and then the whole hobby just just bad. Because I, I can, like I said, I can sit in my room 
And I can look around and I'm like, holy shit, there's like 170 figures in there. You know, from Esco. And, uh, and I go, I don't see how anybody can say, you know what? I need this one figure to make me happy. And so we got so many other things. Uh, right, Jason. The excitement of knowing it's coming. And then when mm-hmm. it gets there, you're like, all right, what's next? What else is coming? Exactly. Yep. It's always chasing that high. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ace and the dragon. <laughs> yeah, I think they. I I do think that they're probably gonna like change some of that stuff. My word about the about the pre-ordering. I think they've heard so much feedback about um, people. Oh, when's it gonna come out? When's it gonna come out? I think they're gonna kind of tighten up windows. They used to do it where they would just say um, Q4. That way they weren't locked into any of that mm-hmm. stuff, and it worked out pretty well because everybody's like, "Oh, that's gonna be." Right. And then we throw a speed bump for some people. Is that a December or what is that? So, but I think they're going to probably start doing that. Or maybe tighten up the windows now. They have a good reputation. Not, not, I guess a good buzz about them right now. Mm-hmm. And so if they just put something out and they said, oh, this is going to come out in two more months, people will be like, oh, crap, oh, crap. And it lessens that wait time and, and reason for people to get mad about stuff because. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that that people don't know. It's, oh, yeah. it's a headache. Yeah, the whole process is a headache. They they almost need to take the NECA approach and just like like here's a tease, here's some, and then like six months later here's solicitations, and then like three months before they're ready to go into production, like pre-order it now, and then like everyone's like, oh wow, I forgot this was even a thing, and then that like all of the all of the hassle of like when's this gonna come out just kind of goes away. It works like they did the the um. The Gotham by Gaslight Joker. They put that out. Two days. You know, later. they had whatever number and they and yeah, and then it shipped out. And you know, I, I think that was a conversation he and I had about it. We were like, oh yeah, I was like, man, it's just there's so much emphasis on when's it coming out or what why something's getting delayed. Because mm-hmm. you never know how long you waited for something. All these other companies they have it down or packed a little bit better because you wouldn't know that you waited for Batman 89 two years unless they started the timeline on it. Mm. If they would have said Batman 89 is coming out and stuff like that or something like that, and they waited until some of the stuff was kind of tightened up, like maybe if they did it a year ago, you technically would be waiting a year, but you don't know that because it's already been in development. They're working through all those processes. And so now you just know, oh, well, I pre-ordered this last year. It's only been a year. And so, you know, Ignorance is with. That's what we should probably do with some of the collectors and just be like, yeah, guess what? Uh, this is coming out. It'll be out there. You might even fool some of these people and be like, guess what? This is coming out. Oh, wow. Cool. Pre-order? Oh, my God. It's coming out. You see how hype everybody gets off of that. It's oh, shipping yeah. today? Oh, my God. It's shipping? <laughs> and it's like, one, one person gets an email with that notification. It's shipping uh, in the next week or so, and everyone's just like, oh, I didn't get an email. Did you get an email? like it's, yeah. just, it's hilarious just watching the it's it's like just literally like if you're watching a, a group of pigeons and like one little piece of bread shoots out there they're all looking around like where's the rest of the bread like <laughs> i see this uh, I've, there's so many things i've seen the t-shirt one was probably the funniest it was uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with this there was this conspiracy theory about oh they're only shipping out the extra large shirts and they're only shipping to this region it's like oh my gosh you guys gotta stop this stuff it's not the way it works 
They they have a palette and they have a list of names and they're just doing it that way. They're not going, oh, this person talked trash about us. Send him to the back of the line. <laughs> none of that stuff. There's no conspiracy theories. They, they got guys in there just trying to do their job. And they're not trying to like. See, I don't, I don't know. I kind of almost like the mythos of like Mez being that petty that he comes down from the office to the warehouse and just be like, you know what? Screw that guy in particular. Put his, put his last. He he had a mean tweet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he has a list of Jericho, and he goes down to the basement. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Michael Page, don't send those. Leave those for last. <laughs> put those off in the corner and make them wait two more weeks past that. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. I almost. I, I want that to be a thing instead of instead of all of these like youtube like vignettes they do of the pink skulls i just want like one of mez with like a list and he starts listing people's twitter handles be like all right you're not getting your batman until three years from now (laughs) did you see that tweet that they did the other day on a guy uh he's like which one yeah they do a lot of them well i'm just so used to to neko of randy being so like passive aggressive Mm -hmm. on twitter that i can't keep up with these companies (laughs) yeah i like it but because I think it's funny. Like I, I think if you if you open that door, mm-hmm. I mean, I have the same mentality about it in the group. I, I'd rather handle things privately, but if you want to do something publicly, then you've opened the door for mm-hmm. it to happen. And so, but uh, some guy said, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, the Halloween thing. The oh, Halloween yeah. dude, the figure came out and it said uh, it would be coming. Next year, and of course, the jokes start rolling. Oh, it's going to be Halloween 2022 or Halloween 2023. And then, yeah, they responded and they go, whatever his name was, his handle was Page Check 2022, 2023 for you. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) But it's nice. It's nice to see that they have kind of like a little sense of humor about it, but then it also kind of puts collectors in line and say, hey, man, we're just trying to do our job. We don't need to be like that. It's yeah, crazy. It, it, as, long, as long as it's done right, I think it's fun. Uh, there, there's some like I don't know if you keep up with it since you don't really do the NECA stuff, but um, Randy, the lead designer for NECA, for whatever reason, took it upon himself to run the Twitter on top of that, which I feel like oh. that is a terrible life choice, especially if you're not specifically being paid for it. And you could tell when he's just fed up with it because he just gets real real bad real quick with some of his responses and like he just is like gives zero shits um and some people he'll be real nice to and in other people he'll just be like no why would why why would i do that for you or like he'd be like never or he'll just he'll just start like intentionally like being passive aggressive to some of the tweets that he gets and it's like some of it's like really funny some of it's like okay this is this is very getting, like, a little, ooh, this is getting a little personal. Ooh, you might yeah, want to, you yeah, should probably yeah. go uh, t- take a breather, Randy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really, Dan, Randy. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you, are you guys, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's almost, it's, like, do you guys do admin groups or do you guys, mm-hmm. not, oh, you lucky guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't, I don't know how he did it. Like, uh, and that's, that following is way more, but it is, Sometimes I, I remember when I first started, it's, it's, uh, it was draining at first because you're dealing with so many personalities and you're dealing with so many things. It's hard to come up with this like straight line gray, you know, we were 
just a straight line period where you're like, okay, I don't deviate from that stuff because it's constant, it's every day. And I don't know how anybody in social media is able to keep some of their sanity. So for him to take all that responsibility solely, it's like, I, I can understand why he would take a break because you're just getting bombarded. And then and he's a creative too. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a personal dig to him too. It's like, you know, boy, you don't like my product. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, designing this stuff and i'm doing all this stuff and i'm giving it to you for 20 bucks and you guys are complaining about that stuff and i i kind of i kind of like uh empathizing with some of those guys like because i'll hear from the side like, i hear all the mm-hmm. stuff and i don't think a, a lot of people really understand uh there was something that uh we he and i talked about something with, with superman once and he said that he delayed it because there were certain parts of it that he didn't like and he knew it wasn't going to go over well. And there was something with the costume, too. And then there was also something with the uh, the smiling oh, yeah. head sculpt that they had. I don't know if you guys remember that. So they retooled some of that stuff. They redid some of the stuff, but it pushed the date back. And then he said, I don't think a lot of people noticed this either, but he said because of the weight, he threw an extra head sculpt in there. And nobody ever said anything about it. I don't know. I didn't realize he did that either. Man, he threw some like usually. Um, what's the other one? The uh, uh, the Gomez of Death. I think that, that one I know. Yeah, that one I do remember them getting the extra on though. Yeah, but there was a little bit of a delay. There was some kind of like snafu, and they said, "Okay, let's throw these extra heads." Uh, I, I guess I can tell you this: the the that MDX blade that wasn't supposed to ever come out. That you know, but then they heard. People wanted it. They saw that there was a demand for it. And they said, okay, let's put it for that figure. originally wasn't supposed to happen. And so they're, they have their finger on the pulse of certain things, and they do try to do that. But it goes back to what I said. I don't think a lot of people understand some of the stuff that goes into it. They do try to make it up in their own way. Mm-hmm. But when I, that's the part of me that sees it, because I'll hear some of these things, not just from him, but from other companies, and you're like, God. And then you'll just have somebody say, oh, this sucks, man. You know, I didn't get the grip hand. They should have included the grip hand. It's not the shade of purple I want. I'm like, come on, man. Don't let it ruin your experience. Just relax. It's just a toy. Just have fun. So. Yeah, that's, that's ultimately what it's all about. Is It's all just toys, and we're supposed, we should play with them and just have a good time and not lose our minds to all the craziness on the internet. Uh, but... That is going to be it for uh, this session of Toy Therapy. So make sure. I told you I talk a lot. <laughs> hey, like I said, it was your session. You could take as long as you needed. So because you, you even joked about, it. you're like, oh man, I feel bad whoever edits the show, and I'm like, that's me, and mm-hmm. it's all gonna stay. Oh. I'm like, as long as you don't say anything that's gonna get all of us canceled, it stays. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Check us out, Instagram, Twitter, at Modern Toy Fair. Um, occasionally post pictures. I'm a little behind, kind of re-getting my schedule back into the swing of things. Um, please make sure to like and subscribe, all that fun stuff for more toy therapy and also weekly reviews and our Modern Toy Fair podcast where me, Nate, and Jamar get together and just kind of talk about whatever toy stuff we want to talk about for that week. Uh, make sure every Wednesday, live twitch.tv forward slash Modern Toy Fair, we have our weekly purchases at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also check the uh, video on demand version if you miss it live, so you can go back and watch it. It's We've hit a point where I think you can watch it up to 30 days now. I don't know how Twitch works. I just kind of show up, press a button, and hope that we're live. 
Uh, Jamar can be found <laughs> over on YouTube with Why Are You a Gamer, where he posts clips of the games he plays along with potentially season one of Why Are You a Gamer going up now that he finally has all the stuff he needs. Uh, so go subscribe to that to get him motivated once he moves into his new place. Also check him out, twitch.tv forward slash Jamar underscore games every Thursday for Thirst Thursdays, where he plays Apex with some of our friends. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not so great. Uh, Nate, uh, got anything you'd like to, to plug for us? Anything exciting going on? Nope. <laughs> just, just I'm the, good. Just the magnificent <laughs> this beer. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check Nate out every week here on uh, Modern Toy Fair. Uh, yeah, just see how long the beer gets. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and of course, I, I didn't I, have it two months ago. So. You didn't. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. an interesting transition that we've gone through. It's a, it's a journey. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't throw it off to, to Paige, our guest. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I actually just started doing all this stuff, being a little bit more committed to it. But everything is going to be under the toy page. You can go to Instagram. It'll be at the toy page, P-A-I-G-E. Um, Facebook would be the same thing, the toy page. YouTube is going to be, guess what, the toy page. And this is the only two things I had. And I thank you for uh, walking me through tonight because I had no idea what this was, Discord or anything. I've heard about it before, but thank you for walking me through this. It's like a platform and I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I we were more than happy to kind of switch to whoever you needed us to, but when you were willing to do it, I'm like, that makes it so much easier. I will walk you through everything step by step. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You guys are very accommodating. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for just letting me ramble. Yeah, of course. Thank you for being on. It, we loved it. The, the pleasure is all ours, and especially because this is a landmark. You are the first guest who isn't just someone that we know in real life. So, like, this is this is a big oh, test to see uh, <laughs> see if people keep coming on the show after this or, if, or not. <laughs> I tried setting the bar low for my episode, but you just moved the bar up too high, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there were no stories about throwing accessories away. Uh, but yeah, I will make sure to have the the links for everything with the toy page, Instagram, um, YouTube. I'll put the Facebook in there as well. Um, so that way, if you want, you can just go down to the description below and click on that. And it'll take you straight there. Make sure to subscribe to his YouTube follow on socials. Uh, and of course, let us know in the comments below who you'd like to see come sit on the couch next. And hopefully, you know, we'll see you next time. And, and as always, don't forget to come sit on the couch. <laughs>